All right, listen, dude, as a lifetime Bengals fan, but always being consistently disappointed by them, going to the Super Bowl, baby. Are you actually a Bengals fan? Yeah. All right. I haven't paid attention to them in fucking God knows how long until now, because now they're winning finally, but... Sports is just another realm to me that I just have no knowledge of. But I will say, (laughs) while I was watching the game, I was looking forward to halftime because they were going to drop that Halo trailer, and holy shit, did they drop... Oh, is that where they dropped it? Yes. Dude, that was a good trailer. It's a really good trailer. It was a good trailer. I, look, I'm not an avid gamer by any stretch, <laughs> yeah. but I I love the Halo series. Play every with, Halo game. Every Halo yeah. game with all my heart, and holy shit, that show looks good, and I'm excited. Yeah, the minute I saw the energy sword, I was like, I'm sold. Dude, and just like I'm the sold. Arbiter, like yeah. how he looked, it looked good. Cortana in it. Yeah. No grunts. Not, not that yet. we've seen. Not yet. I'm ready for the gravity hammer to fuck someone up. I, I, I hope they do one gag with a grunt with the confetti. I know they won't, but... They will. I have this just a running gag where, like, someone gets a headshot, but it's, like, very rare that they do. <laughs> the I confetti mean, just goes off. It'd be funny. Yeah, but uh, the the, sh- the budget just looked... Dude, it looked great. All right, Paramount. Yeah, it looked you're, really you're great. You're going to go bankrupt next year when no one watches it. Yeah, for real. No, like, it looked awesome. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's good. What do you think? The trailer looked great, but do you think it'll... I hope so. Yeah. If it's not, I mean, a lot of my mental health is riding on this show being good, Nicholas. <laughs> For real. Hello, everyone. I'm Dalton Burdett. I'm Nick Iricchio. And we are the Movie Nights. Well, some of them. If you're watching this, it's because you want to hear our uncensored... Unfiltered. ...thoughts and opinions about the world of movies and entertainment news, so kick back... Relax. And thank you for being part of the conversation. If you're watching us on YouTube, please click that subscribe button and leave some comments. I hate that I have to say that, but you'd be surprised how often it kind of works. And if you, you know, like us, <laughs> but you don't want to, you know, don't have time to watch the videos all the time, you can find us on your podcasting app of choice, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. Find us there. Just search Movie Nights. You'll find the show. Like and subscribe. <laughs> I, I feel like I had something there. But, you know, but it, but honestly, dude, it's good to be back. This this is the first week that didn't feel like it was a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we did like, it last week, right? Yeah, the week from yeah. the week before felt forever for some reason. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But we're back, and we got some fun stories to talk about. But, Nick, what, what are we going to do first? Rumors of the round table. I got a good one for you guys this week. <laughs> Come on, say it. What are we going to do first? The box office. Of course we're going to do the box office. What do I look I'll like tell to you? you? What are we going to get like really shitty animations? That's just like, <laughs> box bam, office. Bam, bam. Am I going to have a fake explosion? <laughs> yes. Fans, if you love us, please make one. And you'll be left in the description forever. Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you remember the app you could get on like, fucking your eye touch that was like the movie making app it was the vfx app yes and it just had that really dude bad... i used it all the time oh, we just had the really bad car crash and then just said box <laughs> off i'm gonna do it i have my old ipod i'll do it rumors of the round tables the robot that goes just... <laughs> and then this when they did the uh the the deal with star trek where you could do the enterprise yeah. oh my god we get sued that'd <laughs> no, be awesome no one's gonna want to watch the show no do that. no or everyone <laughs> Uh, but anyway, going into the box <laughs> office. <laughs> never... <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's so funny. <laughs> number one was Spider-Man No Way Home making another $11 million. 
Coming in at number two was Scream, making $7.2 more million, <laughs> only dropping 40% from week two to week three. That's a good hold for a horror film, especially R-rated. Sing 2 at number three, making another $4.6 million. Redeeming Love and 4, making another $1.7 million, had an even 50% <laughs> drop. And The King's Man staying in at number five, making in one, another $1.6 million. Uh, the 355 is already... Uh, it's not uh, not doing great, but neither is Kingsman. Kingsman just just made over a hundred million dollars worldwide. Okay, needs to make a little more to you know be profitable. But let's dive in a little bit more specifically to the box office, specifically when it comes to Spider-Man and Scream. Spider-Man has now made one point seven three eight billion dollars. Holy shit! God, God damn. Yeah, yeah. Morbius was supposed to come out last weekend. <laughs> why why compete with yourself <laughs> right it made 11 million yeah that, that's probably one of the reasons why they pushed it other than you know Omnicran. but uh <laughs> yeah it's also made 8.7 times its production budget i feel like last week it made less than 11 million i feel like no that... i think it it dipped did it dip for some reason if you asked me i would have said it made like 7 million last hold on week. let me see <laughs> and i don't know why it uh it dropped twenty one percent. Okay. So it made twenty one percent less than eleven or no it made twenty one percent more than eleven million last week. Yeah. Uh, ah. di- diving into Scream. Uh oh, Scream's across a hundred million worldwide, baby. We got us. We got a hit. We got a hit on our hands, baby. We got a hit on our hands, and it made uh <laughs> on a twenty four million budget. It's that's about it's coming up on five times the budget. Hey, give me Scream six. Give me scream again. <laughs> give me scream again. Give scream me scream with a vengeance. <laughs> yes, scream harder. Give me scream all of harder. it. Live free or scream. <laughs> a good day to scream. Give me all of it. I hope they make a joke and just call it scream. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so funny. Well, cause yeah, cause that's the thing. If they're gonna do a joke, they gotta like make a joke about sequel names. Or if they call it scream two two. Scream two two. That'd be good. I'd like that. <laughs> I would like that. Oh, yeah. Scream T-O-O. <laughs> yes. Ugh. I'm happy to see that movie doing well. It was very good. Uh, moving on to our first story today. Um, we love Ron Howard here, right? He's just such a happy, he nice, will... positive man. He is the second best Star Wars director in his family. <laughs> Dude, that last Mandalorian ep- or Boba Fett episode was good. Yeah. Really good. But uh, But anyway... Ron Howard's in the news, and it's for good reason, because this comes to us as an exclusive from Deadline. Uh, 13 Lives, the new Ron Howard film, uh, has pushed its release date to award season of this year after record test scores for MGM. Uh, the writer of the article says, after, after notching what I hear is the best test scores in MGM history, Ron Howard's <laughs> Thai cave rescue movie, 13 Lives, is moving its release date from Easter weekend to November 18th, in the aorta of award season. The movie is scripted by two-time Oscar-nominated screenwriter William Nicholson. It's a type of movie that needs a lot of buzz, and I hear the studio will be screening it plenty come the fall. 13 Lives earned a 97 in the top two boxes and an 86 definite recommend. MGM and UAR showed off footage from 13 Lives in CinemaCon last August. So That's the one about the soccer team that got caught, right? Uh, I don't know if it's the soccer team. I think it had it at the bottom, if you don't mind. 13 Lives, Logline, or Rescue Missions Assembled in Thailand. Yeah, and their soccer coach, yeah. You're right. Vigo Vigo Mortensen, Colin Farrell, and Joel Egg. Dude, we love Joel Egerton. What a lineup. Yeah. 
But anyway, basically, they started testing this movie, and then the the responses are so positive yeah. that they're just like, we got to push this for the Oscars. And Ron Howard is the fucking man. Yeah. He's he's no stranger to Oscars and award season. <laughs> and for, for the audience members who don't know, you, some of them, I mean, probably not if they're watching this show, but some people might be like, what the hell is a test screening? What is that? Yeah. Um, most movies, when uh, they have a it's picture locked and it's done shooting and editing, but... They still have enough budget to maybe shoot something new or edit something differently. They round up a focus group of people more than once. They do a couple different audiences. Mm-hmm. They make them sign a bunch of NDAs, and they take away their cell phones, and they have them watch the movie, and they give their anonymous, honest thoughts about it and say, would you recommend this to anyone else? You know, what, you know, what score would you give it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> if, whatever you didn't like, can you leave notes and tell us what you didn't like? And test screenings are... St- infamous with some movies in history sometimes making the movie infinitely better and sometimes making the movie infinitely worse or just making a change that they found a really dumb test audience and they decided to listen to them for some reason Mm -hmm. but uh in this case it's testing so well that they're pushing it to award season and look this is nothing but great news and as a ron howard fan i really want to see this movie really badly now i forgot it was even coming out until this article but now the, I'm more hyped than I ever could be for it. What are your thoughts on this? And um, do you think Ron Howard has another potential Oscar in his future? I mean, probably this will be coming out end of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, well, I, I guess it really comes down to, because while it's being a definite recommend, these sort of movies, unless they're giant blockbusters, have been struggling. Mm-hmm. Take House That's of, true. Take House of Gucci, take Last Duel mostly last duel but poor ridley scott i just named both of his movies because i couldn't think of any others yeah so i think it but i feel like if the movie's good i feel like that doesn't really affect ticket sales don't affect oscars no movie's good it's good yeah and ron howard is in that world you know he's not some guy that's gonna fade out away you know be like oh that kind of slipped under the rug it's like oh no it's a new ron howard movie so uh i'm excited for it's great cast great director um, if the test screenings are doing well, uh, if I could, I could, th- I could think of a test screening example. Go for that it. You mentioned, um, I don't know if anyone remembers it, but you can look it up online. There's a deleted scene in Endgame mm. where after Tony snaps, he goes to that like astral plane type that Thanos thing. Thanos went to an infinity. Yeah, War. that Thanos went to the place with the water and like the whatever, and he sees uh, Catherine Langford from Thirteen Reasons Why. And she's playing an older version of Morgan, his daughter. And they did a test screening, and everyone on the paper was like, who's the girl supposed to be? <laughs> so they just cut it from the movie and cut yeah. her whole role. Yeah. Which I, I, I feel like it works. I feel like it is kind of a jarring thing, because I feel like that moment's so impactful. But yeah. it was just like, would would it have been better? Would it have been worse? Was it played in a way you know, that you just can't genuinely put that together? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you another one. Yeah. Another Marvel film. Originally in Avengers Age of Ultron, uh-huh. when Scarlet Witch is doing the visions to all of them, mm-hmm. in Thor's vision where he sees Heimdall and he's blind, Loki was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And he was going to kind of taunt Thor, you know. Yeah. And Tom Hiddleston went and shot scenes for it. Well, in the test audience, they were like, Loki never came back at the end. And they were like, well, no, Loki's not the villain. And they were like, but he was in that one scene. Wasn't he behind it all? Mm got rid of that scene no that makes 
That makes I, mean, I feel like it's good feedback. Yeah, I mean it's it's the average movie going audience telling you how they feel. Yeah, like, like, like that's you why can it's... you can appeal to the wide audience yeah. and the general. And, and in a case where it helped a movie, um, the original ending for Scott Pilgrim, he ended up with the other girl. Mm. And then the test audience were just like, no, <laughs> <laughs> why don't do this? And in terms of the test audience screwed us as movie going fan yeah i'm getting riled up and i haven't even seen this movie yet a test audience were shown four hours of the batman and now it's three <laughs> it's a movie a batman movie with riddler as the villain make it goddamn eight hours i don't care i'll spend my whole day there how dare you cut a second of it is that your rant for the week? That's my rant. That's Nick's rant for the week. <laughs> it's a new segment. Yes, yes. But what do you guys think about this news? Are you looking forward to the movie 13 Lives? Let us know down in the comments below. Moving on to our next story. Um, I don't read much to a lot of my friends' detriment. I have a lot of friends who recommend me books, like our good friend Ben mm-hmm. recommends me books all the time. You know how to read? Surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, it's just, I read when I can. A lot of times yeah. I, don't, I don't have time to read. Like, I have really good friends, like, a really good friend Wes wrote a book and it's published and I bought the book and I still haven't read it. Oh wow. It's been sitting on my shelf and each time I run into him I'm like, I'm sorry, I still haven't read it yet. It, it ain't getting read cheap. No, I'm glad no, you it's, did it. It's yeah. gonna get read. I know. Yeah. Just maybe five years from now, you know. But yeah. it's just like I and like uh, my friend Nathan who I used to work with, he used he's a great writer as well. He used to send me short stories. He sent me his Halloween stories that I still haven't read. Halloween like he wrote a Halloween. Like he wrote them for Halloween last year. Oh, that's cool. And I I haven't read them. It's February. Until next Halloween. Catch yeah. up this Halloween. Yeah, but 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 uh, a book series that I fell in love with when I was growing up was the Percy Jackson series. Mm-hmm. And recently at the Disney Investor Day, they announced that, oh, they're doing, <laughs> it's because Rick Riordan also talks about it all the time, the yeah. author of the books, that they're doing a, a Percy Jackson Disney Plus thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out they're kind of preemptively ahead of themselves, but don't worry, good news, it's official that they've gotten a full series green light order. Oh, wow. For... Disney Plus, and what that means is they have a season of television where it won't be canceled, for sure. So they they didn't have that when they started. They just said, "No, hey, we're doing a person." They, they maybe we're doing a pilot, and that script could have sucked. And then just yeah, they kind of jumped the gun on that one, didn't they? Yeah. Do you, uh, have, don't you have like the painting or something? I have the painting that my friend Ryan in high school did out the, there, uh, and later, I also have right? the books out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is what Riordan himself announced the news. But I'm taking uh, this little bit from the Hollywood Reporter. Percy Jackson is getting a new life at Disney+. Plus. The streaming platform has given a series order to Percy Jackson and the Olympians based on Rick Riordan's best-selling series of novels. The project has been in development since May of 2020. Oh, wow. The wait is over, demigods, Riordan said in a video announcing the series pickup. I am thrilled to be the first to tell you that Percy Jackson and the Olympians is really, truly, for sure coming to your screens. Disney's 20th television is producing the Disney-branded television series. The studio is also behind a pair of movies based on the books The Lightning Thief and The Sea of Monsters, which fucking sucked and fans of the book series were nonplussed by the movies which aged up the characters made other significant changes riordan is more closely involved with the series writing the pilot with john steinberg who also wrote fx's the old man and black sales and serving as an executive producer right on uh yeah dude listen this is nothing but exciting news to me i you can keep making percy jackson every year and i'm gonna love it yep so I, I'm excited for the casting news. I'm excited for people who are going to be directing the episodes to that to come out. I really want Tom Hardy to play Ares, but it's fine. And <laughs> Nice. But, uh, but yeah, um, have you read the books, one and two, even if you haven't, or is this something that you're looking forward to and want to see? I read The Lightning Thief 
and Sea of Monsters. And then I never finished the series. Shame. I was not much of a reader when I was a kid. And those mo- those books were um, on, you know, where you had, did you ever do like summer reading? Yep. So those books were on the list and you had to read two. So I was like, oh, I'll just read the first two of the series. Yeah. And then I just didn't want to read it. It, <laughs> it was great. I, I read them like, I sat in a corner and just read them. And I read probably in like two, three sittings. Yeah. Um, But then I was just like, I'm not going to buy the third. Oh, but, and I I saw both movies, unfortunately, (laughs) you know, light, you know, lightning thief wasn't for a reimagining. It's not, it's not the worst thing ever, but it still wasn't good. When, when it, it, when it comes to books and series like that, especially like the YA stuff, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's very, you have to do it exactly. Otherwise the fans get all the time. Yeah. But see, here's the thing, you know me, I'm not a, it's gotta be like the book person. I'm a complete opposite of that, but make it good. Make it good. And have the same DNA of the story. Yeah. That didn't even have the same DNA that the books had. No. And the books are like fun, advent, like yeah, well, lighthearted. Yeah, and just like, but even the crux of the entire story yeah. has changed. And not even that. I thought the performances were good. I thought all the actors did fine. Yeah. And it was I, Logan Lerman, right? Yeah. And I, d- I don't hate the decision to age them up. That wasn't something that upset me about it. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, that's fine. But it just, story-wise, kept losing me. Mm-hmm. Like, there would be cool moments every so often, but then it would just slowly lose me as it went. Yeah. <laughs> and and hope, he fights and, Medusa with an iPod. Yes, with an iPod. And hopefully with this series, it gives us more time to be with the characters and we can flesh it out. What do you guys think about this? Let us know down in the comments below. Moving on to our next story. Mm-hmm. Um, of the many things that movies or that God English. You excited about this one? I never saw this. <laughs> <laughs> Of the many, yes. of the many movies that were brought to us during the pandemic, one of them was Mortal Kombat, the relaunching from yeah. WB, which wasn't fantastic. It had some cool moments. It wasn't a great movie, but um, it was very successful. It was one of the most successful of the day and date HBO HBO Max launches. Yeah. Well, the sequel's moving forward, and it has a writer, and that comes from Moon Knight scribe Jeremy Slater. He is also I believe he might be the creator of the television series Umbrella Academy. If not, he's one of the lead writers on it, Mm -hmm. which is a great series. But this comes to us from Deadline. New Line is getting back into the fighting stance on a sequel to Mortal Kombat, the action-adventure film based on the blockbuster video game franchise. The studio has hired Jeremy Slater to write Mortal Kombat 2. Slater was a head writer on Marvel Disney Plus series Moon Knight, which stars Oscar Isaac, Ethan Ethan Hawke, and Gaspard Yalil, the French actor who unfortunately died in a skiing accident last week. Slater is also writing to direct thread for screen gems and with james wan producing what the fuck i didn't hear about this but uh but yeah it slowly goes away from surprise story from the story of that but yeah did kano die yeah i thought he did i don't remember if not they better resurrect him i saw it once yeah but but he was the best part of the movie that in the opening fight yeah 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 that's some cool fan service moments but you know Mm mm-hmm but um, in terms of if you're going to make a sequel, what decisions do you make? Oh, well, the script was asked last time. Let's get a good writer. Yeah. They got one, you know. And, yes, Jeremy Slater's also written some shit in the past. But the past few years, he's been doing nothing but great work. And, look, I'm, I'm going to say something I didn't think I'd say three months ago, four months ago, which is I'm excited for Mortal Kombat 2 now. <laughs> um, I don't know if the director is going to be returning or not. I don't think the article touches on that. But, um, yeah, either way, I'm excited. I, I think maybe with a better foundational story, 
you can move forward better and just create like build off of something not so great and turn it into something great what are your thoughts on jeremy slater writing this i mean from everything i've seen of moon knight so far i think that show is going to be incredible it, Pro- looks, it does probably their best so if the writing's just as strong as it looks then watch I, moon knight come out and it's absolute trash garbage. i feel like it comes <laughs> i feel like honestly if it was i'd be disappointed because moon knight's one of my favorite characters yeah but it would make me more excited for mortal Kombat too you know what i mean <laughs> like just to know that i have a bad movie coming yeah listen if if he's if, if moon knight's good then I'm sure he came up with a good script for Mortal Kombat. Me, as my Hollywood brain, you know, my knowledge of the industry, I think the way you revitalize that is you say, Ryan Reynolds, we want you to be Johnny Cage. (laughs) And you can do whatever the fuck you want. You are an executive (laughs) producer on this movie, and you play Johnny Cage. You bring whatever writer and director you want. I mean, that's one way to do it. And it would probably be good. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you never know. All right, they tease Johnny Cage at the end. Who, who are they going to get? Who's it going to be? I think they're going to go young. Uh-huh. And they're probably going to get... Do you want my meme answer or my real answer? I want both. A roided out Jacob Tremblay. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> or no, I, I think... All right, I'm... and your meme answer? <laughs> No, but I, I think they might go, um, um, honestly, he was fake blonde in Scream, but I could see someone like a Dylan Minnette playing him. Yeah? But I'm like, I think they're going to go that demographic. I think they're going to go young. Mm. Maybe okay. even, if they wanted to go a little bit older, the guy who played Havoc, Lucas Hedges, I think they could even get him. Okay. Because I don't think he's doing anything right now. I feel like they're either going to go young or they're going to go, like, old and make it, like, an old Johnny Cage, which mm-hmm. is why I kind of pitched Ryan Reynolds. Oh, true. But, no, no. You know who it is? You got it. Who's the guy from Blue Mountain State? Oh, Thad Castle, the one who's doing Jack Reacher? Yeah. Him. <laughs> he's already doing Jack Reacher. So? He can't do Mortal Kombat? Doesn't even have a script yet. True. That's true. That or give me fucking uh, 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 Wayne from Letterkenny. <laughs> Imagine him with the Johnny Cage belt buckle just rolling up. But he speaks the same way. What you doing there, buddy? (laughs) You go tit for tat in the wrestling. (laughs) Fatality. Fatality. That's so funny. I don't, yeah, I don't. mm. Denzel Washington. (laughs) I would watch the show. You know what they they need to do, actually, though? They need to get a wrestler. Ooh. Edge. Edge. They need to get. Awesome. Not a Cena. I don't think Cena would do it at this point, even. The Rock definitely wouldn't touch that with a 20-foot pole. No. Um, Although he did say recently he was doing a big video game movie. Did he? Remember when he was like, I'm making this video game movie. It's going to be the biggest thing. It's one of my favorite games. If it's Mortal Kombat 2 and he's Johnny Cage. Uh, um, um, uh, let, me give you, let me give you one more and then we can. I don't want to get hung right. up on this. Um, what's his face? Oh my god. You can do it. I believe in you. Is it dude. CM Punk? Is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah. Am I thinking of the, I know the, that's the, the name. Bla- the black haired wrestler with the tattoos? You you did name a wrestler. I know I named a wrestler, I just don't know if it's the one that I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think that's him. CM Punk. Or just get like get one who hasn't who hasn't acted yet. I'll do you one better. Brock Lesnar. I'll do you one better. Seamus. No no no. Not a wrestler. 
Sheamus isn't? No, no, I'm saying my oh, pick is not on. a wrestler. <laughs> we go super old with Johnny Cage. Super old, and it's Bruce Campbell. He doesn't even have to be old. Make him young. I don't care. Say he's 20, but make it Bruce Campbell. He'd be perfect. Oh, my. That's made for him. God, he would. Oh, he'd, oh, he'd kill it. He would. Oh, he'd kill it. Do it. Do it. Oscar Isaac. Speaking of Bruce Campbell, I don't know if, if the Movie Nights fans know this. I've edited all three original Evil Dead films into one four-hour movie, and we're going to screen it at my house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. When are we going to do that? I don't know. I gotta schedule that. But anyway, <laughs> what do you guys think of this news? Are you excited that Jeremy Slater is gonna be directing Mortal, or I'm sorry, writing Mortal Kombat Two? What do you think about Mortal Kombat Two even happening? Let us know down in the comments below. You got one. I was thinking of Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. That's who I was trying to name. Oh, from James Allen Bob. Is he in that? He played the KKK guy. <laughs> him or him or give me Randy Orton. Randy Orton. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be funny. Jericho. Uh, moving on to our next story. Um, Peacemaker is killing it on TV right now. Peacemaker. Which, by the way, I know that I haven't done reactions for episodes one through five because I've had a crazy past few weeks that Nick can attest to. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm all caught up now, though, so I might randomly just react to episode six and be like, fuck it, you don't get one through five. <laughs> you did one, didn't you? No. You haven't done any Peacemaker yet? Not reactions. I watched it, though. Oh. Like, I literally, I didn't react because I was having such a fucked up two yeah. weeks that I was like, I just need some joy. And I, just, I, I don't have time to shoot and edit yeah. another reaction. I would have watched it. I don't want to work yes. on it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I watched it. That's fine. But I've been loving it so far. But turns out James Gunn is going to have some more spinoffs from the Suicide Squad. This one comes to us from Deadline. James Gunn eyeing second Suicide Squad spinoff series for HBO Max and says that Peacemaker has a, quote, a really good chance for season two. Good. There's another Suicide Squad spinoff in the works. James Gunn recently told us in the upcoming episode of Deadline's Hero <laughs> Nation. We're working on something else now, another TV show that's connected to the that universe. I can't quite say what it is. In addition, Gunn says about a second season of Peacemaker, there's a really good chance of that. We're the biggest show in the world right now. So... Oh, wait, I'm going to move on here. According to sources, Gunn has approached HBO Max with the idea for another series built around one of the characters in Suicide Squad. We hear the project is in the embryonic stages and nothing is written or greenlit, but HBO Max is said to be high on it based on Gunn's enthusiasm for the idea. Oh, it's got to be Weasel. There's a full <laughs> It's got to be either Weasel or TDK. There's no way it's a Harley show, because you would market that it's a Harley show already, even though There's no idea. way. I don't think they'd get Elba. I'd watch a war movie with Rick Flagg. I don't think they're going to go backwards. No. Polka, now, dot, polka Dot? No. Ratcatcher? Maybe Ratcatcher. What I'd like to see is bring back some of the characters from the first movie in the series. Like, just yeah. to establish. Like I, like, I would love to see, like... Like, let's say this this isn't happening, but let's say they did a Vigilante spinoff show, which I would watch shit out of. But yeah. let's say they did that, and then randomly Deadshot shows up. That'd be cool. Like, you know, something like that would be cool. Yo, you know who was on original storyboards for the Suicide Squad? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. I think I would be most... I'd be curious, because he said many times that he's exhausted. Yeah. James Gunn. Yeah. And that, like, Guardians 3, he's taking a break. Yeah, I don't blame him. So I'm curious his involvement on these other shows. Mm -hmm. Peacemaker Season 2, this other one, is he writing it? And then it's going to be like, here's your script. Don't change a word. 
get your directors and do it or if he's going to be involved in it you know i'd be curious kind of how he plays that role Mm because he he has said many times he's tired and wants a break yeah so but also he's a creative and wrote all of peacemaker in eight weeks because he was bored during quarantine yeah so i feel like there's a lot of yeah and i feel like once they get to a stage where they're allowed to announce stuff we're going to see more excitement from him exactly so i think he'll (laughs) yeah no i I think it'll come around i did you have any guesses if you had to take one guess as to it is this character who is it has he confirmed that it is a spinoff from the suicide squad that's what the article says he did not confirm okay he said that universe what if he yeah what if he just came out with a random do you think they finally let him do a batmite show (laughs) we're 100 percent getting batmite in the post credit of the finale i fucking hope so. we are definitely um i part of me wants to say polka dot man okay Yeah, I feel like he has the most, like, visually interesting backstory. The interventional violence, the mom with Star Labs, him having brothers and sisters with powers. I feel like there's a a very complex family drama there that could work. Plus, it would give us the mom back, and she was hysterical in the Suicide Squad. Yes, yes. (laughs) If I had to to guess one character from the film, it would be Ratcatcher. Okay. Ratcatcher 2, so that way you could have more flashbacks with Taika. Mm Mm-hmm. If it's just a character in the DC world, whether it be the DCEU or just a random DC character, yeah, I think he would do something fucking nuts. Like, I don't even have a pick. But it would just <laughs> be something... Captain Carrot. Yeah. The, yeah. um... Oh, my God. The, <laughs> the mystery... Oh, my God. What the fuck are they called? Not the Mystery Men. That's a fucking movie. But... Oh... Oh, the Adventures of the Unknown or whatever it is. That the Challengers of the Unknown. Challengers of the Unknown, yeah. Oh, something like that. I could see that. Yeah. Like a, like you do like a serialized kind of ad- like Adventure of the Week type I thing. I could see him doing a comedic take on The Secret Six, which was a DC thing back in the day. Mm-hmm. I say let him go nuts and give him, uh, get Bloodsport, get Deathstroke, and get Deadshot. I would love that fucking show. I'd watch that show. Yes. Yes. Please. That would be awesome. What do you guys think? Um, do you have a guess as to what the character could be? And are you excited for more spinoffs from James Gunn? Let us know down in the comments below. And our final story today, Nicholas. <laughs> you like Fast and Furious, kind of. I've seen a few of them. I've seen all of them. Yeah. Are you a fan, would you say? <sighs> you watch them? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't hate them. I mean, I hated some of them. Yeah. Like, I, here's the thing. I think the first movie is a straight-up rip-off of Point Break. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah the but cars. it's <laughs> but it's fine yeah it's fine the second one is ass mm-hmm. i fucking love tokyo drift i'm so sorry that movie <laughs> is so much fun and it knows exactly what it is it's so great mm-hmm. four i was disappointed by it because you brought back paul walker and ben diesel and the movie's eh. mm-hmm. five is fucking awesome six is fucking awesome seven's fucking awesome eight is trash nine was more trash in between, I like Tobbs and Shaw. I have seen of the Fast and Furious franchise. I've seen one, seven, eight, nine. Nice. You got it. And, and Hobbs and Shaw. You got to watch Fast Five and Six. Dude. Hobbs and Shaw is my favorite. <laughs> you got to watch Five and Six. They're actually they're really really good. I feel like at this point I just need to start backwards. I've seen seven, eight, nine. <laughs> just I'll just do six, then five, five. then four. <laughs> yes, but um, but yeah, no, it's. 
it, it, it's a franchise. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch them all. I feel like it's, at this coming. point, it's like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna go watch the new Fast and Here's what I'll say: I w- I don't consider myself a huge fan. I really like some of the movies. Yeah. But when they are done with the franchise, I'm gonna buy the 4K pack. Yeah. You have to. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, they're releasing a Daniel Craig Bond one. Oh. I'm gonna get it. Yeah. Of course. Um. Damn, Hendrix. Do you think the whole Diesel, Dwayne Johnson thing? Do you think that's all like a publicity stunt, and that like The Rock's gonna like show up in the movie, or do you think that was legit? Like, just if we straight... see the movie and The Rock is in it and turns out a publicity, I would I'd be like, oh okay, but I believe that it's real. Oh yeah, I think they don't do not like each other. No, and I believe that The Rock was like he was being very manipulative, trying to publicly get me to do that. Vin Diesel, yeah, yeah. Vin Diesel was, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> the photoshopped image to make him look as big as the rock. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. But speaking of Fast <laughs> and Furious, Jason Momoa is in talks to join Fast and Furious 10. And not only is he really in talks, the Fast and Furious Twitter like tweeted, welcome to the family. Oh, hell yeah. And it was Jason Momoa. Yeah, but they always <laughs> look at the rock thing. <laughs> family. Anyway, I'm going to... This is an exclusive from The Hollywood Reporter, and this is what it has to say. The 10th installment of Universal's Fast and Furious action movie series is getting an infusion of muscle. <laughs> Jason Momoa is in final negotiations to join Vin Diesel and the rest of the starry ensemble cast in what is being called Fast and Furious 10 as a working title. Lame. If it's not Fast 10, your seatbelts. <laughs> and while plot details are being muffled, the Aquaman actor could be one of the film's villains. Universal had no comment. That means it's true. Can Justin, Charlie's Theron's still around, right? Yeah. Justin Lin, who returned to the franchises with 2001's F9, The Fast Saga, God, this fucking awful title, and bad movie, is back in the director's chair. Longtime stars Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Susan Kang are also returning for the 10th installment. Charlie Steron is, is expected to be returning. Vin Diesel's back, obviously. Uh, and then it talks about how The Rock won't be in it. Um, look, this excites me. I love the villains that they bring into these movies. I also love Jason Momoa. Yeah. I love Jason Momoa also. Yeah. And we're going to get an awesome fight with him and Vin Diesel that Vin Diesel's going to win with the power of family. And I'm, I'm, I'm about it. I'm here for it. He, he's going to be a Hobbs. Like a Hobbs type? No, a Hobbs. Like his Dwayne Throck's brother or something. Oh, you think? Well, they did a whole Polynesian storyline in, in Hobbs and Shaw. That's true. And like made it like, that was his uh, Jason Momoa is Polynesian. I hope. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise the internet's coming after you, buddy. I don't know the but, answer, so I can't say. Yeah. No, I, I'm pretty sure he's, he's he's of Polynesian descent. So I I could see them making him brothers or something just to, just to not have the Rock and be. Or like, hey, oh. maybe since the Rock isn't in it, they're like get Momoa. He's Hobbs's brother. That's just the batteries. Yeah, yeah, and that's. How it goes. He's also an FBI hater or whatever. Yeah. Just make it the same character. That'd be so funny. But actually. do it like, is, is he FBI or CIA? The, the, the I think rock? he's FBI. Make him CIA. But like dude, the CIA. It'd be funny. Because like, dude, I, they, did, did they, <laughs> mild spoilers, did they kill Kurt Russell in nine? Did they say he was dead? I don't remember. I, I thought there was a line. I just didn't remember if he was alive. If or he's not. not dead, I'd like to see Kurt Russell back. <laughs> Kurt Russell and everything, <laughs> yeah. my guy. But I. I hope they if if he is like Hobbs replacement. Yeah. I hope they do it like they did in Expendables three with Harrison Ford. <laughs> He's out of the picture. <laughs> Just something like that. 
But, uh, look but at look, that man. I love him. I love him too. But look, just in regards to Jason Momoa being in a new movie excites me, let alone a, a big temple I'm franchise. I'm really excited for his uh, Frosty the Snowman movie. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, no, give me give me Aquaman 2. Give me Fast 10 with Jason. Give me all. Yeah. Give me Jason and, Momoa and, and it's going to be a two-part thing. So it's going to be Fast 10, Fast 11. <laughs> the hell do you name Fast 11? I don't know what to name Fast 11. I don't know. Fast 10, your seatbelts. Fist 11. Fist 11. <laughs> Jesus. But, uh, but yeah. Fast 10, Furious 11. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. 11, Fast 11, Furious. Furious 10, Fast 11. <laughs> Just to piss me off. F10, the Fast Saga. Alright, we got 10. Do we delete 11? Do we need one more? Should we get one more? We'll get one more. <laughs> what movie? Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Go on. What do you guys this think about... This is a late show. We're both exhausted. What do you guys think about Jason Momoa joining Fast and Furious 10? Let us know in the comments below. And ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to get to your favorite part of the podcast. The rumors of the roundtable. The movie night roundtable rumors. Nicholas. Shit. <laughs> Don't remember keep it real with you. I forgot to look up one. No, no, no. I can no. I can feed you a rumor if you don't I, have one. Hold on. Let me look at our Twitter thread real quick. Sorry, folks. I forgot about this. Do, 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 do. We're definitely gonna get sued because I'm doing this thing. Why do we send each other so many memes? I can't find the... <laughs> I can't find the... I can't find the stuff. Can't stop the rhythm. Alright, I actually have two that I found. Two rumors. Fuck me up. Two. One is that Werewolf by Night will be in multiple projects. Okay, not just a little Halloween thing. Not that's just a little Halloween thing. He will be showing up okay, a few okay, times. Okay, 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 okay. And that the plan as of right now is for She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, and Moon Knight all to have multiple seasons. Okay. With the ability to also be in movies. Is that rumor one and two? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know about the Werewolf by Night one just because we haven't gotten confirmation of the first thing happening. Yep. Even though it is. Yep. With the rap reporting. You said She-Hawk. What else is getting multiple seasons? Miss Marvel and Moon Knight. I definitely see <laughs> She-Hawk and Moon Knight. The Miss Marvel show is the only just show that doesn't look very appealing to me. I As of like, now, maybe they release a trailer that blows my mind. I feel like it depends on how that does review-wise. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of things. Depends on how it's received. But... I think we'll I... definitely see the most of Moon Knight yeah. outside of the TV shows, even. Yeah. I buy the second rumor 80%. Mm-hmm. I buy the first rumor 40%. Okay. It's <laughs> a good buy-in. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. You said you had a rumor? Yeah. I, I've heard that um, Joker 2 is a go. Ooh. And that they're going to start shooting in 2023 after Joaquin has finished up some of his stuff. Ooh. Do you think that they're also going to remake another Martin Scorsese movie just to spite him? <laughs> the Last Temptation of Christ they're going to remake. Raging Bull, he's going to fight Bare Knuckle Box Bane. 
That'd be hilarious. I'm curious what 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 more they could Shutter do. Shutter Island. I'm curious what more they could do with that movie. I don't give a fuck. I thought the movie was awesome, and I I just want to go back and watch more of it. It was no, it was it was. Very I good. hope it time jumps and he fights fifteen year old Batman, <laughs> just beating a kid in an alley. That's what I want to see, really badly. <laughs> give me Todd Phillips Riddler. Give me Riddler, and they won't do it that close to the Batman. No. That, I, I think any character that's in the Batman is off limits. I agree. And I don't think they're going to retcon it and make it part of the Reeves-verse. They won't at all. There's no way. Zero percent of that happening. So, uh, but I think any character that's in that's probably off limits. Yeah, probably. So, I, but I, I, I feel like they're going to introduce another villain. Maybe. Maybe. Or we're just going to keep watching this dude. I would love it. Either way. And go, yeah. The movie was great. I guess I you, could, you, you could always go with, like, a cult aspect, like a Charles Manson type thing. Yeah. Where he has all these followers or yeah. whatever. That'd be a good storyline. I, I could see that. Yeah. I'm in. Let me write it. Tom Phillips. <laughs> what do you guys think about the rumors, and what do you think about today's episode? Please let us know in the comments below. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching the Movie Nights Roundtable. Do you have anything you want to add? Take care, brush your hair, call your mother. Absolutely. We'll see you next week, guys.